this week on the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. <laughs> I really can't get over it. There's so many implications to unpack from that. I mean, just the the it's surface dark, level. Sacrilegious asserts the asserts Christianity into <laughs> these clearly godless puppets. <laughs> <laughs> on a show that aired on primetime on Nickelodeon, well, primetime. It aired on Nickelodeon and Nicktoons. You know how hard it is to get a reference to the Lord past like the censors on 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 a children's network. Hey kids, it's time for the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. Meat's a funny word. All right, three, two, one, meat. meat. <laughs> you didn't meat. say it. Is it. I didn't say what? You you didn't say meat. You said something different. I heard it. I don't listen, right. Morgan. I'm just saying it's nice no, to meet you. No, you were just late. You're just late. Shut you up. said I heard it. I heard you enunciate. That was M E E T. And I and and I don't want you fucking with me. Don't you lie to me, damn it. There's this one joke in SpongeBob that I hate. And I want to go back and see if it's closed if, if with, with captions. Because it, the joke doesn't make any sense. It must be a script joke that someone just thought it would be funny to read uh, out loud. That doesn't translate to the episode where... It's the Handsome Squidward episode. Nah. Where uh, the nurse sees him and is like, Mr. Mr. Handsome... And then she faints, and then and Squidward says, "What did that nurse just say?" And SpongeBob was like, "Handsome," but she spelled it wrong. <laughs> and so, like, what is, the fuck is, is the he joke? Reading, is he reading the clipboard or something? He might no. If like maybe Tom Kenny re- was reading the script and he saw that handsome was spelled wrong or something. <laughs> so he ad libbed, and the animators are like, I "Maybe," because otherwise that joke just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay, well, we're not talking about SpongeBob today. Unfortunately, no? especially not Why? that episode. We're talking about maybe the farthest thing from SpongeBob that we could find. I might argue the farthest thing from Handsome. Oh, absolutely! God is this show, but the fuck ugly. Good morning, <laughs> guys, gals, and MB pals. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. I am your host Jesse, alongside my co-host Morgan. Morgan, what's serving up on the grill today? Oh man, I just made some Parmesan crusted chicken, and I am fucking full of it. I am full to the brim. Of chicken. I'm more chicken than man now. You know how I can tell you're full? Besides looking how? at you? You inserted a lot of bees into the word Parmesan. You were like, parmesan. I had some Parmesan chicken. I had some Parmesan. Oh. 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 Parmesan. Parmesan. Oh, gosh. I'm going to cross the yes. chicken with yes. Parmesan. Oh, I have some on the side. I grated the parmesan with the potato peeler. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to sound awful. It's going to sound so bad. <laughs> the potato peeler. Bater. Hey, Bater. <laughs> hey, Bater. Grate the parmesan with the... <laughs> potato peeler. <laughs> yeah, you got a great parmesan over the paschetti. This show's stupid. We, we speaking of food, we watched this week a show that I think everyone remembers as existing, 
but has no no one has a good memory of the show. We watch Mister Meaty. If there's there's probably a German word for it because there's always a German word for uh, abstract concepts that no one would ever use in conversation, right? <laughs> Except for maybe there's the a, there's a, there's like a German word for the feeling you get when you walk in on your stepmom sleeping with your your uh, your neighbor's uh, uncle. There's a word for that in German right. that does that is only for that situation. I'm sure. Well, when it happens uh, often enough. This, I think, would probably be the most representative of uh, anti-nostalgia. This is the opposite of nostalgia is what this show represents. Like, like if you dropped your rose-colored glasses into the toilet after you just took a huge, messy dump, right? right. And that you pulled them out, that's the color they are now. That's, that's the color lenses you're looking at the show through. Absolute dirt-shit-colored glasses. Is what yeah. everyone sees the show because what you remember of this show is mostly accurate in that it's a. It's Did we just, say the a, name of the show yet? I, I said I said the words Mister and Meaty in that order. Okay, cool. Uh, and this show forgot looks we were like you again. remember it. It's puppets. Every other puppet is grotesque, hideous, disgusting, sickening, hard to look at sometimes, and generally unappealing. Overall. Overall, just on site, like it would be on site, on site. You know what I'm saying? It's on site with the, this show. These puppets are unfuckable. That's right. You, they made me say it. You never, I never thought I'd see the day that I'd see a puppet and go, I would not. But here we are. Mr. Meaty would not fuck those puppets. Now, I guess for those of you who Not might- even if you filled them with some hot meat to simulate- uh, for those of you who might not actually know what the show we're talking about, because the show did air quite some time ago, uh, Mr. Meaty is is the show about puppets who work at a fast food chain that, if you watched it, gave you nightmares as a kid. It premiered on Nickelodeon in the U.S. or on CBC television in its home country or Canada on December 30th, 2005. It had 20 episodes and two seasons that aired through to May 23rd, 2009. I don't know why it took... Four years to air 20 episodes, but... That's really weird. That's weird. I actually wonder, because I I took this from... um, I took this from Wikipedia, and I'm wondering if it actually... I think it might have just been taken off the air in 2009. It didn't take all four years to air 20 episodes. That that would make sense. There, I remember there being um, commercial clips, like uh, show bumps... Like on breaks that they'd have like little clips of like there were I remember specifically a bump where they asked the two main characters uh, Josh and Parker um, what they were saving up for working at Mr. Meaty and they said they were working to fund their zombie movie. Yeah. Okay, so um, I remember that, and that was not an entire episode. It was just like a bump. Just uh, yeah, just small bits. They had a couple of those I seem to remember as well. Uh, it does appear, in fact. I was wrong. These did, in fact, take four years to air. Um, season every, one. After every episode, there was a month. Uh, there was a month in between where they had to beg Nickelodeon not to cancel them. <laughs> Might as well. The have. episodes made. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, the HBO Max strategy. No, oh, season boy. one was split into two parts. I guess. I don't know. This is weird. Season one was split into two parts. There was twelve episodes. Part okay. one had ten episodes. Which aired between September and December of 2006. Part two of season one had two episodes, which aired in 2007. And then oh. 
season two had eight episodes, which aired from December of 2008 to May of 2009. Wait, this had seasons? This had, it had two multiple Two seasons, even. Okay. That's crazy. Because you'd think a puppet show would have less production time than a cartoon season. I don't know. It seems like because the way the show works, they have to. There's a lot of there's a lot of sets. Weirdly, there's a lot of sets. There are there's a lot of there a are lot a lot of actual sets. puppets. So there's a, there's some single episode puppets in there. So I, I don't know how long it makes it takes to make all of these uh, all the the assets for the show. I assume it probably is easier than traditional animation. Well, it's not that it's easier. It's that it's less time consuming, and you can reuse the same sets. You don't have to draw. The, the different backgrounds and stuff for like zoom ins uh, and all that yeah and uh, man <clears throat> and you don't have to draw a bunch of indiv individual frames you know you just have the puppet yeah it's, it's a kid's camera show just film it yeah yeah uh so it's it's weird to me that uh so they probably didn't have a lot of faith in the show for some reason <laughs> and only bought like a few episodes to start with Almost like at you know, a time. Yeah. They didn't buy like an uh, their usual full season mm -hmm. of like 52 episodes or whatever. Uh, we, I, I read this and it made me laugh. Wikipedia labels this show as the genres teen sitcom, puppetry, and comedy horror. <laughs> it, it is a comedy horror. Uh, that, not, that You know what? Thinking of it as like a teen comedy horror give like it kind of puts it in this perspective that makes a lot more sense teen comedy horror like it wasn't is is that like the grotesque stuff was obviously supposed to be grotesque yeah no, i don't know? think anyone made that with the intention of like ah yes this will attract the tweens this this will make all like this will make all people feel comfortable no i think it's explicitly made to feel you to make you feel relatively uncomfortable in a variety of ways do you think Courage the Cowardly Dog would be as successful if it was all puppets? I feel like I have a memory of, well, I feel like I have a memory there, of there being a puppet scene in Courage, but I feel like that's true. There's got to be a puppet of, scene. That's true of a lot of shows around that era, right? They would have a single puppet scene. I know uh, Billy and Mandy had one. Um, yeah. I think, you know, The Simpsons obviously had a bunch. Yeah, it was kind of the thing of like there being a dimension of puppets. Every time it's there's like the a scene dimension. where they go through a multiple dimensions and they change the style of the characters, there's always a puppet scene. Puppets puppets get a good pop out of the audience. Dude, I fucking I pop off at puppets. At or in? I pop off uh I I I hufflepuff at puppets. <laughs> You're stringing together sounds and 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 phrases. I pop the up the up the pops. If you play that backwards, it's a subliminal message. <laughs> if you play that that clip backwards, it's Morgan telling you to kill yourself. <laughs> I would never do it to your face. And, and to vote forwards. Democrat. And to vote Democrat. <laughs> Great. Now we're canceled. You said it forwards. Now we're now we're gonna get banned. Uh, I guess. I guess. Well, like I alluded to earlier, Mr. Reedy is about two teenagers who work at a fast food chain in a mall and deals with either, quote, bizarre, supernatural, or grotesque situations, or common teenage problems, which feels like an oxymoron to me. It's, it's, it's weird in that it, man. It, in what way is it weird? weird? Name one of, label a, a single one of the ways I don't, in which I don't this even show know. is weird. 
what I want to say. It's like I was gonna say that it's a re- a little regular showy. It it has but a lot only of a couple. Vibes. Uh, only a couple episodes, though. Though some of them don't. In in the sense that regular thing. shows formula is normal situation escalates to weird, almost cosmic situation. Um, yeah. The difference. It's here like a Kirby. Being, it's like a Kirby game progression. Yeah, the difference here being that the when it gets to that cosmic thing, it gets more. Um, it gets more cosmic horror almost. Not. Ex- it's not exactly. And it doesn't. O- it doesn't down. do that. Yeah. It doesn't always do that. Some episodes are regular sitcom dramas, uh, and it's ugh, fuck, man. I, it's a hard show to describe because it kind of it kind of bounces back and forth between really intense and and not very intense plots. Yeah, it's and and every episode even kind of seems like they have a similar build. It usually starts with some weird shit. Maybe not like horror weird, maybe not out supernatural weird, but just generally something kind of weird going on at the top and then it settles in the middle for you to sort of get get into the episode itself and then by the end sometimes it skyrockets into what the fuck is happening. Um example, there's an episode where there's a lot of jokes from this that kind of came ahead of their time. There's an episode where they made um burgers specifically to uh directed towards women, yeah. advertised towards women and they were smaller and they were packed with estrogen. <laughs> um and These soy burgers. And so yeah, and so the one character, the the fat kid Parker, he just starts eating a ton of them and genetically transforms into a woman. In in a horrifying sequence where he then where they, his leg hairs recede into his puppet legs. Yeah, it doesn't do the Harry Potter thing where they're behind a door and you see a shadow, or like the Jekyll and Hyde thing, right? Where you see a shadow transform. No, you witness his eyelashes grow out of his face. You witness, I think, nails grow. You witness, you witness him. I think getting tits. Yeah, and it is, and again, imagine. And there's a puppets. lot of horrific screams. There's a lot of her, like actual. He's, he's, screaming. he's screaming the whole he's time, and his voice it. is he's going up it. as he's screaming. And again, mm. I have to remind you, this is with puppets, so it's just for some reason it makes it worse. It's visceral. It's real, right? Animation, you can kind of, you can make it as gross or as not gross as you want. With puppets, it's just you see hairs, not real hairs, but you see hairs crawling out of his eyes. It's. It's 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 really it's some of it's really well done. I think this sequence is well done. Should it have been done? No, probably not. But but the problem is, it, it, I I feel like looking back on it, this show should it's insane. I don't. It's insane to say it. I feel like <laughs> if this show consistently leaned harder into these things for most episodes, people would remember. Uh, might it might have found its audience because then there are episodes where um. Parker uh, d- tries to date a girl and and just has a bad experience getting a first kiss, and it's like and it's very it's very uh, it's more basic. He, he like fa- he falls down a cliff during it. Like it's violent, but yeah. it's not horrific. There's no it's not weird. There's no body horror in that except for I mean yeah. they get poison ivy, but that's the worst of it. Yeah, and it's and so like it's it's kind of like it's. A totally different vibe entirely. Yeah, you want it um, to almost lean more into the some supernatural. Just you want it to be as weird as it wants to be because. And here's here's the weird part that probably no one expected. This show's actually great. 
Yeah. So like, so like, in people remember anytime you talk to someone about Mr. Meaty, they'll be like, "Oh, I remember this horrific scene. Yeah, I remember horrific scene X." They'll lead off, and with, that's ugh. true. But like, but if you remember that so well, why didn't you watch it more? Or like, why do, why don't you remember all these other episodes? And it's because the other episodes can get kind of boring, mm-hmm. uh, relatively, right? So it's it's. It's uh it's it's a show that had a lot of impactful episodes, be them impactful into your psyche <laughs> and will have mentally scarred you for life. But a show can do that and be good, right? Like take Invader Zim. Yeah. Invader Zim thrives on being weird, on being loud, on being obnoxious, but it's it's got so much character going on in it. It's got so much it's it's unique. It's crazy unique. I, after Invader Zim, we had the Hot Topic era and Tumblr, and everyone took Invader Zim is the genesis of so many people's senses of humor. Mm. If I, I think there's a reality where Mr. Meaty could have been that, because I look at Mr. Meaty and I see Meat Canyon a little bit, right? Yeah, I see yeah. a lot of what people now make as this edgy, gross out, very kind of intentionally hard to look at humor it's that stuff that's very that pushes against the cow arts uh style (laughs) and like yeah because they need to be that we need to take them down a peg yeah we need more mr meaty uh but but uh it's shit fuck keep talking i'll remember my point well it and that's that's just the thing about it is that compared to what was on at the time and compared to what's on now, Mr. Meaty still stands out as this big, unique thing. Not It would stand out at, as such just by being a puppet show. Because how many kids' puppet I shows was, are there I, anymore? I was, say, I was saying as we watch it, like, the amount of puppet media I've consumed in the last, like, five years, I can count on one hand. And it's really rare when someone comes up. And even if the puppet show's not that amazing or not that hilarious, something about puppets is just funny to me and also horrific in a cosmic sense. <laughs> Um, as we've gone over once as, as I've said before a million times what's crazy about puppets is even if you got a horrific show like uh like uh don't hug me I'm scared after that show that puppet goes to a warehouse somewhere and that should freak you the fuck out because it freaks me the fuck out but here's the that, thing there- like that's in someone's warehouse he goes up to his to his uh his attic to like look at for for Christmas supplies and he sees those fucking horrific puppets <laughs> that's scary. Anyway, it's very five nights at Freddy's. Uh, yes, but there's a uh, Son was like a Comedy Central web series that I liked that no one else on the planet I bet watched, um, and it's only and I would say it's only okay. There's a couple episodes that are hilarious, and all these people make when they make an adult comedy of puppets, they make them ugly as sin. Yeah, right. Uh, adult Generally. comedies in general, animation does that as That's well. That's an yeah. I don't um, know why. Yeah, adults but, don't uh, like cute things. It, it, it it's it's frustrating because things can look fine because no. they either look ugly as sin or like even shows that don't, okay I just watched all of um, Inside, Inside Job. Job which is and very good, show. Show, and look good yeah it, it's it's pretty good um it's not in it's it's not ugly yeah. it's a good looking it's a fine looking show um but, but they you know they have a couple characters in there that are ugly as sin intentionally right um. That probably shouldn't even be in the show to begin with because they don't offer much to the. <laughs> but, but, um, but, but so like it's cool. I think puppetry is just so um cool to like stick to despite 
it it persists despite much all. like the puppets much like the puppets themselves they they persist to exist despite everyone's uh like disinterest or or need for them to not exist it really is a disinterest too because uh nickelodeon just got a different puppet show something about barbarian i don't remember the name of it but it's a medieval show about a barbarian and a bard i think and mm. supposedly barbarian? that barbarian yeah the barbarian dave okay and D- no the barbarian oh i'm sorry babe that should have been the new- dave okay cool <laughs> uh, and that show came and went and i don't know if anyone cared about it and i i think it's just hard to get people to care about puppets i think it's that weird thing where adults already see animation as just for children quote unquote i yeah. almost think that that's an easier fight to take than puppetry because of sesame street right i don't i don't know what the show was there was this like mini series of about and it's and oh man and fucking what's her face was the uh mccarthy was the name of that that uh that actress the the fat woman oh jenny mccarthy jenny mccarthy she yeah that that was the uh, she did one one yeah, the cop one. Yeah. And that miniseries had existed, like, there was one made, like, four years be- before that that was actually really good about, like, a, like a lower class um, this, uh, of puppets in, like, uh-huh. uh, in like, like crime Miami or whatever, right? Crime ridden Miami. Because live action um, puppets is fun. The Muppet Show is a lot of fun. It's hilarious. It it's always funny to see a puppet and its face smushes. That's yeah, hilarious angry, every time, all day. When the, pu- when when the puppet goes, is angry mm. and the, the guy doing the mouth flap just curls his fist into a ball and they just go. That is funny every time. Uh, 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 Parker in this, I think. Parker does that a bunch. Parker's yeah. the fat one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's, let's talk about the characters a little well, bit. There's only we've so said, many. We've, Yes, uh, we have mentioned that this show, shockingly, we I, I feel like a lot of these people who appreciate me, Kane, as you're saying, and like the cr- crazy, in-your-face, horrific, uh, disturbing comedy mm-hmm. these days w- might go back and actually really appreciate this as as we did. Yeah, I honestly don't really care for Meat Canning all that much. I think, you know, God bless him, he's doing what he I wants. Think, I think the joke's old I, yeah that, I that's it, kind of my thing i saw one and i'm just like okay that's i get it it didn't make me laugh or anything but i don't know what it it's is, supposed to so some of them made me laugh um some of them go too far but what i'm interested to see is if and he does this sometimes he still does this sometimes is he he finds a way that to make it horrific that is unique and plays off what the show already is uh-huh. yeah that, like it, uh, he has a, a knowledge of the source material for everything. It's not just like, oh, this character is a horrific, brutal rapist. Yeah. And that's the joke. Yeah. Uh, like, there, the Garfield one is that John had been, like, chaining up random people and, 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 uh, and calling and, and, and making them role play as a cat. And that's his Garfield. And he had, like, a basement full of dead ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like and that's, that's unique to Garfield. That's unique to a cat owner, and I, that's like a psychopath thing to say. It's like we that's what I get cat. out we of that. That's what I get like that. That's what I get out of that is that oh, this is a horrific event c- that plays off the concept of Garfield, <laughs> as opposed to the regular show one where Benson just like makes his employees uh, chew his gumballs yeah. and gets off on it. Very that's not joke. really un- unique to regular show, right? Hear that, Meat Canyon? Morgan's telling you to fix your shit. 
I like you, Meat Canyon. I think you're a weird little psychopath, and I like you. I'm ambivalent towards you, Meat Canyon. I have very little opinion of you. But uh, I, I also found that, uh, not to derail even further, that uh, the the stuff I, I liked the most of the show was surprisingly not the the weird horror stuff. It was actually a lot of really funny, well-written lines. The, the writing in the show is, I don't know how this could happen, but it is surprisingly quite good. <laughs> And it's not just it's it's the writing coupled with the performance because there's some written bits that I think if they weren't if the lines weren't read with the insane level of commitment that some of them are. Man, I'm very upset. Well, the little punk just wouldn't let go of my pants. I got you covered, dude. But I'm running low on wrist ammo. You know how to use a light whip, Duke. I am a light whip. What? You know, you made some very adult decisions right there. Eh? You know what? I did. And you know what? It felt really good, too. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Does that mean that my carefree days of being a kid are over? Oh, yeah, a little bit. But you know, as much as you turn into a man on the outside, mm-hmm. you can always stay a kid a little bit on the inside, you know? Oh. The... The, the the foreknowledge to know this line shouldn't take front and center. This line should be said by a character off screen quietly as just this quick, <laughs> this very quick. Which bit. comedies, comedies don't do that enough. Comedies don't do two things enough. And it's because they think the, and it's, and it's, I know it's in, it's a, like a produ- producer's note. Everybody knows this is funnier, but they're like, there are stupid people who won't get the joke. If yeah. a character says something off screen, because characters, because if an audience member, if a, the main character's off screen, everybody should be asking, why is the, where's this where's main, the main character? character? <laughs> where's the main character? Where's um, Poochie? It's in the new He-Man. Everyone should be asking, where is He-Man? He-Man. <laughs> um, Dead. But, but, and also, they don't let characters talk over each other. Yeah. They la- they wait a beat after every time something's said to say something new. The car- lines don't run into each other. Um, Always Sunny does this really well, where they let the lines just run right into each other or talk over each other. But you say something. Pause. Someone else says something, and it ruins the timing of a lot of jokes. Yeah, and it's it's also you have to do it for shows are probably overall better doing that because I think it takes a more adept hand, adept writer to make it make to make dialogue in shows sound like dialogue in real life. So the alternative it's, it's, is do it, the the line beat line it, beat line beat line. It's a it's a readability thing. Yeah. Right. Like that, the joke might be funnier to the people who get it, but it might go over some people's head because they missed it because they because they haven't processed a real conversation in months. Yeah. But <laughs> wow, really, just fucking laser targeting the losers I who watch this shit. Th- I hate middle America and how they ruin media. <laughs> they they fucking the, the, the Lowest corporate bastard. The the corporate bastards who have to placate to you hicks. Ruining the media that I want to enjoy. Illiterate, slow listening, hard to understand. Mouth breathing, <laughs> tooth dirt spitting. bags. Son of a bitch. But this man spitting teeth. Oh god. The national sport of Kentucky is spitting teeth into each other's mouths from across the room. Ew, why in each other's mouths? It's not not a distance thing. It's it's accuracy based. Yeah, it's 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 completely oh, accurate. Gross. Gross. That's a that's a, a Mr. Meaty episode. <laughs> but well, Mr. Okay, Meaty so- is great at doing that bit where a character will say something weird or crazy, and then off screen someone will go like, "What? 
Uh, I'll put some here. To introduce Mr. Meaty himself, Edward. Ah, oh, come. Great, great man. Now I'd like to share with y'all the most delicious burrito that ever mortal man sought lips on. Now feast your hairy eyeballs on this. Um. This seriously, here's an example of some good writing. Right off the bat, the first line you experience <laughs> when you watch an episode, and it's so jingly catchy. I didn't even notice it in no. the first few episodes we watched. It's crazy. I we went back to watch more, and I had to pause. I'm like, that can't be what he said because I would have clocked that. What the the the. the the very first line, the the theme song, it immediately says, All God's creatures, fresh off the grill. So come on down, Mr. Meaty, friends meet to eat meat. All God's creatures, fresh, fresh off, off the, the grill. grill. <laughs> so come on down to Mr. Meaty, with friends meet to eat meat. <laughs> Could you McDonald's tagline was all God's, God's creatures. creatures. Up the That's awesome. I didn't That's ever, so I never once dark. recognized that when I watched the show as a kid. I didn't recognize it in the episodes we watched for the first two nights we watched the, these episodes. Because, d- disclaimer for the audience, we watched every episode that we could find on the internet. Not some of them we episode, couldn't find. But every episode we could find. I have some interesting notes about that. Um, I could not find the tapeworm episode, and I will not be gaslighted into thinking I imagined it. No, there was one, I swear! Morgan, Morgan's taking his doctor's PTSD and applying it to this horrible show. I'm not crazy! The frog dances! Look! Yep, yep, hello my lady, hello my sunshine, hello my ragtime girl. I get it, I understand, I've seen it too. No! <laughs> it's the truth, the God's truth! <laughs> If it was God's truth, then it would already have been put on the grill. Because as you know, all of God's creatures are fresh off the grill. That's such there a good line. There is nothing we won't put on this grill. That The horrific implications <laughs> of that. The sacrilegious horrific implications of that. It's also just... There's so much... I can't believe how perfect that line is. <laughs> I really can't get over it. There's so many implications to unpack from that. I mean, just the, the it's surface dark, level... Sacrilegious asserts the asserts Christianity... Into <laughs> these clearly godless puppets. <laughs> on a show that aired on primetime on Nickelodeon... Well, not primetime. It aired on Nickelodeon and Nicktoons. You know how hard it is to get a reference to the Lord past... Like the censors on 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 a children's network, it's crazy that Nick. Can we talk about Nicktoons for a second? Oh. That Nickelodeon made a second channel just to put the shows that because they it's like well we're not gonna take airtime away from SpongeBob we're just not no. that's just not gonna happen so we need a whole nother channel just to be putting the weird shit <laughs> and Dragon Ball Z Kai for a while <laughs> <laughs> to put the shitty speed. Racer 2008 cartoon and fucking uh, these goth cartoons. Well, so do you want to know part of the reason why it was so difficult to find in any episodes of the show? Apparently, only one episode of Mr. Meaty ever made it to DVD. And it was Park Arena. One episode? A single episode. It was on a Nick Picks DVD. Where it was that's, Nick Picks, which just takes one episode these are from two various episodes, cartoons. These are aired in like two episode batches. I know, that's wild. But even the episodes we found, some of them were only single There's episodes. Eight episodes. 
And there's yeah, a second, but there's a website thing. There's a second reason for that, and I think we might have seen some of them. Uh, Morgan, have you ever heard of Turbo Nick? No. Did, 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 did was that what happened when they found all seven Chaos Emeralds? Yeah, it's the the <laughs> it's the mega evolution of Nicktoons. Turbo Nick was Nickelodeon's first broadband video platform in 2005. This is where, in 2005, they would put episodes on, of things online for you to watch. This was Nickelodeon's was a, first foray, foray into this. And as far as I can tell, one of... 2005s? Yeah. So that's like, YouTube just came out. They're like, oh, we got to get in on this. Pretty much. And so what that means is that's one of uh, uh, any network's, period, any network's first forays into putting their content online, which is fascinating. But what's, That's kind of interesting. But what's how that relates to, to now is that Turbo Nick actually put up extended episodes of Mr. Meaty on uh, on the internet, which, as far as I can tell right now, are lost to time forever. Oh, man. So Damn. no episodes made like, in DVD. Way back, way back doesn't store, like, media, right? I don't think so. Certainly not to, like, that degree. Uh, so so there was no episode. There's one episode on DVD. There's none of the Turbo Nick episodes that survived. So any episodes that exist now are just kind of happenstance and it's almost a lost media at this point which is wild man i would pay so much money <laughs> for those episodes and i would pay even more money for one of the puppets <laughs> i would pay so much money for one of the puppets so you brought up earlier how those puppets have to exist do you actually think any mr meaty puppy exists in the world right now did you say puppy there was a puppy there was a puppy puppet there was one it was very cute, actually. Um, I, I think they have to. I think the owners probably kept some. Do we have to contact the creators of the show? I would love to contact the owners and get them on the podcast. I want to talk to them. I want to talk what they think about the show. I want to talk about do you th- do you think it deserved better? Do you think people do you get do you feel like it was misremembered or do you think no? Yeah, it makes total sense that everything that people hate the show in hindsight. Well, actually, I read this. There's allegedly a behind-the-scenes commercial that aired while Mr. at some point while Mr. Media was airing that claims the show was not originally uh, conceived as a puppet show. It was originally conceived as traditional animation. This was not supposed to be a puppet show. I don't know what happened to turn it into that, but it, it, do you think it's better or worse? I think it's be- better. I think it's better, right? Better off being a puppet show? It's more memorable. I, don't, I think it's more memorable that way, but it's... It's interesting to me because I, I looked up some of the creators and some of the creators are known for their puppet work. Yeah, right? one of the guys like, is very – Was that is a before, before or after? Is this like Mr. Meaty was his first thing? I don't know. Clearly, they had a puppet guy on there. You don't just like make a puppet show like to this scale. So you need puppet people. Yeah. Or I wonder if it was a thing where they had the idea and thought that um, a children's network wouldn't it really ne- take a puppet it show. Ne- it had to get animated. And so they tried to, they sh- maybe shopped for animators, couldn't find one, said, fuck it, we'll do it ourselves, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Well, fuck it, we'll do it live. Um, that seems less likely to me. It's a possibility, sure. That seems less likely. Um, I, I maybe am reading they that. Thought it, he, maybe they thought it needed the extra, like, catch. Well, I, I am reading that the creator, Jamie Shannon, one of the creators, Jamie Shannon, and his partner, Jason Hopley, founded the Grog's Puppet Company troupe in 1994. Okay, so they were puppet people to begin with. That makes sense. Yeah, and they produced maybe Nickelodeon. Maybe Nickelodeon asked for them to do puppet to like listen. We have a bunch of shows. We don't have a puppet show. 
make a puppet show. We got to email this guy. We really got to email this guy because I have so many questions. I will email this guy. That's so many goddamn questions. Well, let's let's. I tried to do this earlier, and then we got derailed by pup, by nonsense puppetry. I have a dot TV email. I will email him. <laughs> That's profesh as fuck. Let's let's just talk about some characters in the show because the show has a lot of characters. Weirdly, but we're only gonna. I only have notes about the main Mister Meaty cast. So we have Josh Redgrove, the handsome and popular of the two though he is self-centered he looks like he looks like leon kennedy he does he looks like leon kennedy he has a coat that he has a dante coat a dante devil may cry coat he's he's, he has, he's a capcom he's an amalgamation of every capcom character meshed into one puppet yeah he does a hadoken he does a hadoken he uh has a Mega Man blaster he has a big dumb metal arm that's actually his wife is that what Bionic Arm was yeah, about? Yeah. Is that that's not the name of the game? That can't no, be the name of the game. No, it's not Bionic Arm. It's um. It's not- but I just know that's all I know him is from Marvel vs. Capcom and the guy who just shouts Bionic Arm, yeah. Bionic Arm. It's, it's Bionic Commando. Dude, we get. He's like the smoking weed guy of having a Bionic <laughs> Arm. We get it. We get it. You're a veteran, bro. We get it. You have a Bionic <laughs> Arm. That's actually your wife. Shut up about it. Fucking Christ, that's stupid. Shut that's up. so stupid. It's, that's the most anime, that's the most Japanese thing I've ever heard. Bro, that's so mid-2000s. Bro, come on. Get, have a giant robot that's your mom, why don't you? GLaDOS? GLaDOS. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's a reference. Yeah, that's real. That's canon, was, I think. Wait, is that what is GLaDOS? Portals was. I never... Is that, was that what yeah, GLaDOS I, is? Yeah, the, the... I don't know if it was ever confirmed super Gla- exactly, Portal ripped off? It's, it's Portal extraordinarily... Portal ripped off Ava? Yeah, it's it's very much yeah. Portal ripped off Ava by making Glados uh, shell the main character, the character you play as her mom. Okay. There's there's some like super fucked up design uh, theories behind it. It's really cool. Next up, we have Parker Dinkelman, a nerdy fat kid who somehow remains best friends with Josh. I don't know why. They're very different. They seem to have very little in common. It seems to me that they grew up bonding over nerdy shit. Like, they want to make a zombie movie together. That's cool. Yeah. It, it's kind of cool that they, they have this um, uh, Kevin Smith vibe to them, right? The the fuck of, like, like it feels like they're, ma- they're like, clerks guys. Right, yeah. To me. Conceptually. The show, you know, what they, they, the characters, like... The show doesn't add anything to that. Just the characters themselves. Yeah, they they have the Jay and Silent Bob body types. One's one's yes. tall and lanky. The other one's short and fat. Much I've I've often said that Mario and Luigi are the Jay and Silent Bob of Nintendo. And that's accurate. I've more Morgan said that more times than I can count. Your parents stopped letting me come over because he wouldn't stop saying often, it. Yeah. Every he, he would ring the doorbell. Open my my dad would open the door. And then he would say, "Did you know that that Mario and Luigi are the Jane Silent Bob of Nintendo?" And my dad would be like, "Who the fuck are you? Go away!" And then he would pull out his gun. It was really it was, it was really upsetting because he knew me by that point. He did it just to hurt me. He tried to not know you. He tried to know you less, and he tried to make me know you less. We have we had a real Romeo and Juliet. Good situation. thing he's dead. Yeah, I got rid of him. <laughs> I gave, I gave him that cancer. Morgan's <laughs> fully gone. <laughs> I 
Oh my god, confirmed live. Dude, Jerry Springer. <laughs> I got an episode for you. <laughs> I gave my dad this. cancer. So go next, next right. in the character rotation. Have, <laughs> Let's go back to the puppet show. We have Edward R. Carney, the founder and owner of Mr. Meaty. He is 103 years old and was presumed dead until Josh and Parker found him cryogenically frozen in the freezer Fuck. of his restaurant. I think I remember that. I think I remember that. And for those of you Holy listening shit, at home. Holy shit, that wasn't an episode we watched. For those of you but listening at home. But I think I home, remember that. You might not know him by name or by title, but you know him as the blue mutant in a wheelchair who is, he, oh my God, his lines. He has a Southern He's super accent. Southern. Super Southern. He is a psychopath. <laughs> Back up, Vegeta. I'm about to go super Southern. <laughs> he has this, he has, uh. This that's shop. what happens when that's what happens when Android 13 goes transforms. He goes super. <laughs> I'm about to get more southern than you can imagine. Uh, he has he has a, a shock collar attached to one of the other characters, Mr. Wink, the the manager of Mr. Meaty, because Mr. Wink is contractually obligated to work forever for Carney due to a deal his great great grandfather made or something like that no yeah that's so horrific that's why he doesn't quit right he has an electric chip in the back of his head like uh ramona flower i saw that i didn't know i i I knew that i didn't know that it was like a a, a, it was a blood feud thing yeah it's it's a blood pact that his uh that is one of his ancestors made with carney so he has to he has no choice but to work for him. His You're starting to hope. see where the show gets a little twisted. Yeah. This- and it's fantastic because Carney will sometimes just zap him for funsies. And there's one scene where he's doing it and Mr. <laughs> Wink is, is screaming and crying and begging for his life. And Carney goes, There'll goes, be a rip snorting success by gum or I'll serve you as all dove in the next board meet. Huh? You hear me? Hmm? Hmm? Huh? What's that? What? I can't hear you. I hear you screaming, but I don't feel your pain. I can hear you crying, but I can't feel your pain. <laughs> and that is an all-timer. I can hear you crying, but I can't feel your pain, boy. <laughs> what, what, and maybe the most crazy, off-the-wall bullshit about Mr. Wink is that he's voiced by Troy Baker. Shut the fuck up. I know, right? <laughs> Those of you who don't know, Troy Baker, probably the most prolific male voice actor in video games. Currently, in 2005, less so. Did he did he voice any of the Capcom characters we've mentioned? Um, I don't believe so. I don't think no. he was big enough to voice anything in Marvel vs. Capcom at the time. Not Leon Kennedy. Mm-mm. No, sir. Was Leon in Marvel vs. Capcom? I thought it was Chris. I thought it was just Chris. There was Chris. There was Chris. There was Wesker. Yeah. Wesker, not voiced by Troy Baker. Damn. You worm. <laughs> Uh, like how he just curb stomps and shoots you in the skull. That's his move. That's his move. <laughs> Why do you need Hulk to do a Hadouken flips, when you have a Hulk fucking flips, gun? Hulk flips the earth on you and, and Wesker just pulls out a piece and just fires into your skull. Why do it's more? not even like a powerful bullet or anything. It's just one bullet. Just pop. That's all you need. How many bullets do you need That's to kill bad. someone? That's the thing about video games, right? It's interesting. Guns are still stronger. Guns are always stronger. Um, another funny thing, and it the pieces really fall into place when you read more about some of the production of the show. Uh, 
neither of the series creators had ever worked at a fast food restaurant prior to the show's creation. So there's no... That's why These there's entitled elitist rich kids. I knew yeah, it. Yeah, right. I felt them talking down to us. There's very little typical sitcom fast food shenanigans going on in the show because that's just not what they're here to to tell you about. They're here to tell you about there's, the puberty fairy. There's fuck. okay. So there's <laughs> before we get to that. There's like no manager scenes. There's no scenes. There's very rare, very rarely does the manager come in and tell them, "Oh, we need to do this today." Yeah. It's always just them hanging out at the at the burger place. Yeah, at the mall. There's no one else around. These two 15-year-olds are running the entire There thing. There are some episodes, despite the show being called, named after the restaurant that they work at, there's some episodes that just straight up don't take place at it. And that's fine. That's not a... That's, I, I don't think that's a problem. All right, so there's a fucking episode where they have a puberty fairy, <laughs> and it's literally a big mouth goat demon. It's 15 years out of... I want to talk to the creators and be like, do they even remember this character? They might not. It's a one And if they character. do... And there's no way Nick Kroll and John Mulaney have seen this character. I that'd be insane to assume that they they were there on the one chance it possibly ever it is aired on TV. <laughs> and that 25-year-old Nick Kroll was watching Nickelodeon, <laughs> right? But this is why to be honest, Mr. Reedy strikes me as one of those shows you could put on in college, smoke a shitload of weed and just watch it because it's weird, right? Yeah, that's it's 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 good. I recommend everybody go to the most illegal streaming service you can because fucking there's nowhere you can watch this. It's yeah. just not out there. You can't legally it's, watch a show. It just simply does not it's, exist. It's it's a relic of time. Much like old Pokemon games, the only thing you can do <laughs> is download them illegally. And so, much like so much got, of HBO Max's library by now. So, so I recommend watching this because surprisingly, in every episode, there was one line that had us like knee slapping, hilarious. laughing. A, if, at a minimum, a single hilarious line per episode. And for a 10 minute episode, that's kind of all you need. Yeah. And there's, there's, I don't think there was any points where I'm watching it and I'm just like, oh, I wish, I wish this wasn't happening right now. There's gross things, but it's nothing that turns me off. It's not like problem solvers where I physically, it physically pained me to watch. The, the, the Park Arena episode did that for me. That's all. I did not it's, want It's to a watch. harder watch. I'll admit that. I'll, I'll give it to you. The werewolf There was still a really funny line. There's still a funny line in it. There's a couple. I think there's funny bits. I think Josh telling Parker, "Hey, infiltrate the girls and find out why I don't why they don't like me." And then he does. And then he and then Parker now hates Josh because Josh is a, a misogynist asshole. Because Park entered their world global shadow politics <laughs> shadow meeting that women have in the bathroom. They're just, <laughs> when women they, all go to the bathroom it's, together, it's because they. They're having a stock meeting with their <laughs> with European affairs with women in <laughs> all over the world. It's awesome. And again, a lot of the really good lines are because of the commitment characters have to it. There's this one bit where I think um, um, Josh's brother and Josh's brother's friend steal his <laughs> camcorder or whatever. Or they don't steal it. There's yeah. like, we need this. And to film something. And... <laughs> The thing they filmed where they were going to film a world record for, of, for his, of friend his friend eating butter. eating the most amount of butter in the sh- in like an hour, right? And that's a funny and bit then, in and of itself. But then at the end of the episode, when... The, um, the episode was about, was a Star Wars kid episode. No, right? no, the, it was, where that Parker, was the Wonderful Life one, wasn't it? 
Well, yeah, but the joke was that he did a Star Wars kid video yeah, yeah, where yeah. it was like an embarrassing video of him like pretending he was a Star Wars character yeah. and just like lights him around. And so the the brother shares that video around, embarrassing Parker. And then uh, so so Parker gets so embarrassed that he literally fucking dies yeah. and gets a wonderful he gets a wonderful life to buy the Grim Reaper who who, who, who exists to tell him, hey, your life's worth living because every time you embarrass yourself super hard, other people benefit. Yes. So it'd be rough for you to leave. The best. Remember the time you fart. You remember that time you (laughs) farted so hard in a kiddie pool that you saved a kid from drowning because you blew up the entire kiddie pool. Literally, the scene is he's sitting there in the pool and his like stomach rumbles, and then it cuts to this wide shot of the sky, and you just see puppet children flying through the fucking sky because he blows the pool up with his fart. And he and Josh. And then there's a kid on the ground. There's a kid on the ground who's like, "You saved me. I was." Drowning and no one heard me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so clever. He's like, so what? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so I saved a kid. It was still embarrassing. And they just do that three times in a row, and every time it's so stupid and so funny. But and then they cut back to Parker in the hospital, who's waking up. Is like, Josh, you you guys are all here. It's like, of course, of course, we're here for you, buddy. It's like, and it's like, even Josh's brother's like, well, I thought you guys were filming videos. Like, well, we had some problems, and it cuts to this friend, and he's just okay. like, we're sorry we put your video on the internet. We didn't even get the world record. And now, Daryl, I'm sweating butter. I'm, I'm sweating, sweating butter. butter! <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and he he screams this line. I need that. I need that in this episode right here. We cannot portray it well enough. It is so fucking funny. I think that's one of the first episodes we watched. It might be the first episode we watched for this. Yeah. And it had us fucking dying. <laughs> This, this show is it, it it's crazy that it holds up because I didn't even like it when I was a kid. It's crazy. You can't even say it hold up. It aged like a fine wine. It, it aged like it dry aged. It's, it's a dry aged oh show. Oh boy. And yes, for those of you keeping track at home, we are the podcast brave enough to say that Mr. Meaty is actually great. You're all wrong, and simultaneously say Rugrats and Code Lyoko suck. And you're wrong for remembering them as good. Saturday morning cartoon podcast. Code Lyoko sucks. Mr. Meaty number one. Let's go. Based. Based. Put it on the t-shirt. True, factual, and based. All at the same time. Hey, hey, Jesse. If they want to uh, co- come at us with pitchforks and torches, where can they find us? If you want, if you want to yell at us for our correct opinions, if you want to be lambasted on the internet because you still think Code Lyoko is a good show, I just go watch it. Go watch it. I'm telling you, it's not. Go watch it. Then you can do so at SMCB underscore show. Or if you want to follow us and berate us individually, you can do so at Summer Comics or at Japer You Know. You can also check out our pet podcast, On Air Buds, which we just had a very successful panel at Colossal Con. It was very fun. Um, and we, we taught a bunch of weebs and nerds that there's 14 fucking Airbud movies. And that they could still beat every anime team that exists because anime is trash. <laughs>